You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Ready? Welcome back to Vivint Smart Home Arena. Happy New Year's. The Jazz get ready for the Pelicans. Let's go backwards first. Your kind of theme was that you didn't feel your team had kind of lost its oomph, even as difficult as that December was and, and kind of how mentally trying some of the losses were. What did you see and how rewarding was that Cleveland win? Well, it was rewarding. I, I was talking to Tabo um, on New Year's, and uh, it's good to see some of our guys came up to the practice facility on New Year's, and it's just uh, you're reminded of, you know, the, the investment that the Miller family made in um, – in building that, and it, it, I was telling Steve Starks, it's it shows itself in, in at different times, you know, in different ways. And um, Tabo probably didn't feel like seeing me there, but nonetheless, we got to talking a little bit. And uh, you know, he mentioned he thought the Houston game was the game that he pointed to that he thought really drained us after we'd played at Cleveland and played pretty well at Cleveland, and then played really, really well for three quarters against Houston and ran into a buzzsaw on Eric Gordon. And I think our team, we felt that the next game against OKC. Um, so to come back even against San Antonio and win that game, I thought that that was kind of the, what was in my mind when I was thinking about us not losing kind of our uh, resolve and not being broken. You can be beaten and not broken. <laughs> it's hard not to be. Back to that month. Can you just comment on what you saw to Donovan in the month of December? Well, you know, it's sometimes necessity is the mother of invention. And with some of the, the, the injuries, um, you know, we really turned to him. Um, really, this, this team, New Orleans, being a game where that probably was the most pronounced with, you know, Rodney was out that game too. And, um, and then later in the month, um, there, there was times, obviously, the Cleveland game where uh, our players are confident with him late in the game with the ball, uh, not just because he's capable of making, of getting a basket, but he's capable of making a play, and he wants to make the right play. He won't always make the right play. You know, no player does, especially a younger player, but he's looking for people. And the play that stood out for me the whole month, and, you know, this is maybe a coach looking for something, but against New Orleans when they came up and they trapped him in pick and roll and he tacked and he swung the ball to Joe Ingles for a quick three in the high high quadrant, as we call it, and Joe made the shot. It was the right play, and Donovan could have very easily tried to force something, and he didn't, and I think that shows you um, it's a little bit of a window into who he is. And I wondered whether you were going to take the pass to favors in the closing part of the Cleveland game there instead. I wasn't sure. It's the, same, it's the same impulse from him. It's the same thought process, and it's the same read, and it's the right read. Let's go to this matchup tonight. Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins are unique both because they're big, but also how skilled they are. What is it that they present and where they really tax you? Well, 
you know, I, I think both of them are, are capable of scoring multiple ways, you know, whether it be on the post uh, or isolation, which isolation for them is basically, you know, a, a, a post up that's at the logo. And it's very difficult to double when they're that far out on the floor. And the thing that they both can do, I think, that, that presents real problems is they're both able of, capable of making a pass. And they're both willing passers. I don't know what their, their assist percentage is, is really high. And you don't think of that when you think of two you know, prolific scorers, but they're willing to give the ball up. And what's happened with their team lately is they're shooting the ball real well. And that makes them very, very difficult to defend. Coach, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. That's it, Coach. Quinn Snyder back with more on the Jazz Radio Network.